What's up, friends? Welcome back to Erico Blueberry, an unassuming destiny podcast. My name is Chili Ben. Mackie. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we are here now because we didn't do one last week with Season of the Haunted. Uh, you and I were both just a little too caught up in, uh, well, a mixture of game and life things, and we just couldn't find the time slot to uh, to make it work. But we're here now. We've got two weeks of a new season to talk about. Um, before we get to that, I do want to do one final check-in on your Guardian Games project, Collecting Titles. What was your final number? 99. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay. You so can get one more. I wanted to push for the hundy, but then at like 20 minutes before reset, I was like, I have it's work. Like three in the morning. Yeah. What? I stayed no. up until like, I stayed up until like 2.21 night. Because <laughs> I wanted the hundy. And it just, it got to the point where my eyes were dry. I was like way back in my chair just like goblin mode just brain off and just they just engrams. i just kept dropping blues over and over again oh. and then it just got to the point where i just did not have the emotional strength and physical strength to get another contender card <laughs> i was just like i can't do it um, oh and then I looked at the time and I was like, oh, it's 2.20 in the morning and I have Oops. to be up at 5.30, so <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Oops. Um, and then I tweeted at Bungie, <laughs> just like, please, can I have some more? Please send me one more. <laughs> Give them to me. Yeah, I want to, f- all you know that like 100 extra vault slots you're giving us? I'm filling them all with the title. <laughs> yeah. So I made it one shy. Damn. So part of me wishes I just stopped at 69 for the meme. But then, like, I was like, no, i got to get 100. Yeah. you got to keep 100. I, I think that's the most committed the clan has ever seen me do anything. Yeah. I think I've yeah. been more committed Actually, to getting titles than I was for raid prep. Yeah, like, not to anything that fucking matters at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just a stupid little SMG that is, like, that's me, though. pretty good, I guess. And when Halloween rocks around, it'll be cookies. Oh, yes. <laughs> like last year, Mecky, where are you? On Europa? Why? Feeding barracks. I, I made barracks like 50 cookies. Oh, you, know what the, you know what they should do this year? Is give each of them a hunger meter. So you can <gasps> only give them so much per day. And you have to do everyone. You gotta feed them all. It's like Stardew oh, Valley, but Destiny. One. No yeah, one. but okay, we're gonna get into the season stuff because Crow seems like he could do with a cookie or two. He's going through a time or this care. season. <laughs> um, you did the first week's story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the theme, it seems, is you know nightmares are back, but they are manifestations of. People's pasts, regrets, uh, mistakes, whatever it may be. Um, and it is basically them confronting those, right? And so Crow has a fairly substantial back catalogue of uh, nightmare-worthy behaviours, uh, which yeah. is basically following him around and just chatting shit in his ear. Which <laughs> is just, just... You ever get heckled by yourself? Yeah, just extra emo crow. Yeah. That one. Yeah. You stick, you're weird, no one wants to be your friend, mm. you're bad at League. He doesn't play <laughs> League. He plays he Pokemon do. Unite. He plays League and he plays as Ari. <laughs> I don't get this reference. I don't know if this is a man burn. Listens, man listens to KDA. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. But then also, like, Zavala, like, oh, my dead wife. Yeah, yeah. Hi, dead wife. <laughs> I, like, Sophia is, I don't know if I've heard that name before. I feel like I need to go read those law books that are dropping as we go through the story because it does sort of go into some of their, their history. Sophia, I, from memory, that's where his affinity for knitting comes from. 
excuse me? Yeah. How do I? I'm, I'm a Titan main, and I did not know that uh, Titan Daddy has a knitting thing. He what? I know there's been some like jokes about it made in Day One, and it's been allu- alluded to a little bit, but yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um, Zavala, soft boy confirmed. Always, we've met him. Mm. It's um. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's one of those things where it's kind of loosely been referred to and, like, alluded to throughout the Zavala law. Right. Um, but, yeah, just, ah, oh, dead wife. Yeah. Yeah, and you haven't done this week, so I'm not going to spoil that uh, for you, but, you know, the, the sort of loop that you go through is the same, where you go into a bunch of nightmare containments, you get a bound essence, you go and do sever, um, it's similar to the first week of Sever. It's kind of just like you know the, the encounters that you do through that through that mission are slightly different. Um, you end doing like the gauntlet thing is still the final part of it. the The story elements are obviously developing as we go. Um, but yeah, it 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 seems like everybody at Bungie has either been to therapy or would like to or needs to go to therapy because uh, they are dealing with some heavy topics. The pandemic opened some wounds. Yeah. I think it's, for some people. It's, you know, it's themes we've seen before around like grief and regret and dealing with your demons. And I feel like they are tackling it pretty well, but it is also th- wicked intense. <laughs> I feel like it's been a very subtle through line just mm. because Eris has been haunted by her fire team mm. for pretty much the entire time we've known her. Yeah. Um, hey, if you played Shadowkeep, you would have seen more of that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Replayed it. I played it when it first came out. Okay. <laughs> I just refused to do it on this account. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to complain about it when they sunset it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I never got a chance to play it. No. Um. Yeah, like the, there's a lot of that through line. So, like giving Zavala her, not Zavala, Eris. Eris. Yes. Her um, time to kind of shine is, and get her little peak in character development has been mm. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there's certainly a lot more they can do with her. And I know you don't like have a lot of time for Crow. Um, but I think the way they are handling that character. And sort of his progression is super interesting. Um, Like he's, you know, walking around in this body that did all these terrible, terrible things. And he he knows it was sort of him, but not him. Because like a guardian is essentially, you know, reborn into a body, but is not not the person that that body was before death. And it's, there's just like some very intense concepts involved in all of that, but uh, yeah, yeah, just like the whole concept of when you're revived as like when you're first revived as a guardian, that your memories and your past is completely erased. Mm. So to be rocking around not knowing anything about that, and then suddenly be like, "Hey, you're the guy who did all these terrible things and yep. set your sister up," and mm-hmm. and then you being like, <sighs> "Yes, no." Yes. But and also on, yes. And and like on top of all of that, uh the Leviathan is back and Callus yes. is well we haven't seen him, but there is a lot of Callus voiceover lines and I am <laughs> fucking here for it. Callus has a new boo. Yes, the darkness. It's, it's fucking spooky Leviathan and I super love what they've done with it. Like you can you know, you've you've got the the public event that you can just like run for hours on end, but you can also just go and explore uh what is it, the pleasure gardens, the baths. The baths. And then the Castellan, the sort of overworld Castellan. area. Yeah. And there's there's tons of secrets and stuff to find, but also like the Leviathan was a big part of our clan forming was in that space. Yeah. So to get to run through there, even though it's changed and looks and feels very different, sounds different too. Um it's incredibly nostalgic in a way that I was not really expecting based on what I saw in the trailers. I was like, oh yeah, this, this is all spooky and kind of gross, but it's the Leviathan and that's cool. 
And then you get there and you're like, oh, I, I know where literally everything is already. It ends <clears> up being <throat> like, oh. Hey, it's like the only way I can describe it is it's like it's strangely familiar. Yeah. Like it's it's familiar and it's nostalgic, but it's also off-putting and unsettling because it does have mm. this like the the fungus all through it. The, like, yeah. The egregore, which the egregore. previously we only saw in the Glycon presage mission and that was kind of the first time it had shown up but they are making a lot of references to it in this season which makes me think it's going to not not necessarily be explained but have more of an involvement in the stories that they're trying to tell because it seems to be related to the way Kalos is interacting with the darkness whether that's from that relationship or just a thing that is showing up there but might show up somewhere else. Don't know. Oh my god. We were I was talking with a friend who plays Destiny the other day and we both kind of at the same time hit the same thought point of like bruh, what if they do like The Last of Us and we end up with guardians who are infected by the egregore like a zombie thing. Oh gross. Imagine that like Last of Us style like Zombie. Yeah, I. With how complicated Destiny already is, I don't think there's room It'd be for fun that. and gross. Yeah. Like maybe maybe that's a festival of the lost type activity, but. Maybe I mean if yeah. they keep it around, I'd I'd like to see if they actually do festival of the lost stuff on the Leviathan because it's the perfect environment so for, it. for it. Um. But yeah, given but yeah. that it's a seasonal thing, I I don't know how much it sticks around. Who knows? But yeah, it it's like it's my aesthetic, and I'm loving it because it's gross and weird and creepy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> full of just weird horror stink. elements. Like the film um, world had its bits and pieces that were kind of horror, but this is full on dread. Gross. Yeah, and then there's jump scares. Yes. With yes. That big possessed. Um. Dude, or the gal, the the like the, the Galran that is always yeah. immune, <laughs> it's just following you through the corridors and shit. And he just fucking pops out from behind corners. I yeah. think we caught him jump scaring me on stream. Like, <laughs> it's very good. But I mean, like we we saw like Presage was sort of them showing that they can do that for the first time. And I remember running Presage the first time. I think. I'll, I, don't, I can't remember if I did it solo. I, th I think I went through with a fire team, but we were just constantly shitting ourselves because there were just like all these tight corners, dark corridors, Noises. stuff jumping out. We're slightly under power. And so we're like ready to die at basically any point. We're trying to like solve these puzzles, but avoid screams. And it was like challenging, but also kind of frightening in a sense in a, in a way that like was not familiar with destiny and this is them kind of stepping up from that and going like okay what if we did a whole season like that yeah well we we um i didn't go your first run but you took me through my first run of um the glycon yes and i was so on edge that there was one point where a voice line triggering scared me yeah <laughs> you're like you're okay and i'm like <laughs> yeah like i was so on edge in some of those rooms that like yeah. suddenly air is coming in i was like <gasps> get out of my ear holes yes um but yeah they are just doubling down on a bunch of that um trying to think what like i know i've missed some of the more basic stuff before we get into like the dungeon and um things like that there was the um I keep thinking of it as like a seance. That was interesting. That oh, they like, used to the, summon the nightmares. The, the cutscenes, like early in the yeah, yeah. where Eris um summons the nightmares and Crow mm. put the shroud cloth down from memory. Mm. I, th I think it's and... also like one of the first times we've really seen Eris doing like a hive spell, like laying yeah. out symbols and doing all the weird floaty bullshit. Um, that was that was super cool to see them. Yeah, and then Zavala put down knitting needles, and then our guardian just kind of sat there. 
my dear, my trash dear, just sat there and watched it all happen. Dude, I was sitting <laughs> in a bright gold helm of Saint Fourteen. <laughs> just like what? it was. It was one of those like accidentally goofy moments yeah. that come through sometimes where your guardian's just mm. sitting there, just like if, watching shit happen. If I'd known, <laughs> nothing. If I'd known that was the cutscene, that. Festival of the Lost Screaming Aldrin mask would have been so good. <laughs> the chicken head. Actually, I think I haven't I haven't launched it on my warlock yet. I don't know if I can change him. Yeah, but I've got to like apply the right thing to the mask so that anyway. Oh yeah. Anyway, I'll maybe I'll figure that out. But yeah, some some very cool darker sort of things. And I mean dark in the sense of like the theming and then also yeah. the visuals is just all very kind of like yes and then that all kind of i mean it's week two so there's there's definitely more to come but like as far as what we've seen it all really builds nicely into duality the the dungeon um because have you okay i've asked this question of everyone i've i've done the dungeon with have you played titanfall 2 did i ask you this yeah yes so the mission effect and cause where you're like teleporting back and forth between a past and present version of the same level. My dog just blew up. Um, technically the way that level is built is incredibly interesting because they are stacking two versions of the level on top of each other in the, in the game engine. And then you're basically just teleporting up and down between them. I don't know how Bungie's doing it with this one, but the way that this dungeon essentially works is you're shooting bells. And I remember in Season of the Chosen, when Keitel first came in, the Bell of Conquest was the seasonal artifact, um, which will that comes back. We'll get back to that in a minute. Um, but you're hitting these bells, which, te- which takes you into essentially the nightmare version of the room you're standing in. And then you have to go find the bell on that side of things, stand next to it, shoot it to come back to, I guess, reality. Um, and and the theming or the narrative around the dungeon is you're in like the two battling parts of Kalos' mindscape, which is like f- just fucking great. Like, yes, cool. You load into the like, uh, what was it? The tribute hall big statue of Kalos, bunch of wires hooked into his head, Eris doing some weird spells, you go through the floor. Like, it's it's very, very well done. Um, I, I, and maybe this is like my Leviathan uh, background, but I just, I loved it. Like, it was... Yeah. Symbols. Uh, it was relatively the straightforward. Naturally. Well, like, relatively straightforward mechanics, really. Um... Yeah, like most dungeons, there's, there's one main mechanic and it's just kind of different iterations on that as you go. It builds on it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I think I've run it like four or five times now just through like getting different people through and um, there's there's a few of us that are going to try and get that seal. Um, so we've, we've ticked off the all void run. Um I mean, we're all in. We're all in the same clan, so we've ticked off the, the triumph for doing it with clan mates. Um, but yeah, it's it's just there. There are bugs. Like there are definitely things that are making it harder than it needs to be. But as far as the mechanics in that go, like it is just really interesting. Yeah, it's very fun. spooky looking. Like when you go into those nightmare spaces for the first time, and you start, like, your brain starts clicking. You're like, oh, I I get what this is going to be. It's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. And it's cool. it's like it's it's le- like Leviathan, it's menagerie, mm. like there's a lot of really interesting voice lines from Callus, um yes. giving a lot of kind of like where he fucked off to <laughs> kind mm. of and like the relationship between long, him and Keitel. And then how long he's actually been in communication with the darkness and mm. A witness and how he came across it yeah it's all very and yeah. it even goes as far back as him coming into power too like overthrowing mm. it's very interesting yeah and there's also little uh, like the secrets that you can find throughout the dungeon i think it's like steel memory, memory is the prompt on yeah. it right i think there's like a dozen of them but those themselves 
have some really interesting insights into the law around all of that. Um, one of them, I think, was about like, you know, the Leviathan essentially disappeared and has now come back. And the me- and some I think what I heard was like the measurements that they've done on it mean that it was outside of it was like between dimensions or something for an indeterminate amount of time. Like they don't know where it went or for how long. And it's just come yeah, back with all this bullshit in it. It's come back with the egregore yeah. and calluses. Hmm. Yeah. But then his auto- automatons or whatever they are. They're around. Yeah. They're all over the place. They're yep. scattered all through it. So it's like, is yeah. it one of those things where the egregore started to overrun the Leviathan and he's jumping from automaton to automaton trying to get out or yeah. like, or, or are those like just recorded messages that are playing as we discover them? Um, or is it just, he's become too powerful and he's burning those out too. It's yeah. Another, well, well that, that's the, the thing like sever itself. Um, the, the weekly mission, it seems like there's a, there's a different iteration of it that comes out every week. Um, and they've done they've done a pretty good thing that I don't think they've done before, where you can select which one you want to run. Um, so like I can go in there and run either last week's or this week. Um, but within those, you can find within each instance, you can find one of the automatons somewhere in the level, and you just stand in front of it, and it starts talking to you and just gives you a bunch of information. Mm. So there's a ton of like just spicy lore to do with Callus just in amongst this season. And it's Which, so like, good. A lot of our a lot of our clan are callous. Not callous simps, but callous yeah, like positive. Said, the callous <laughs> the callous and Leviathan kind of era of yeah. D two and and Leviathan as a raid and then menagerie as an activity. Like it's a lot of us bonded through that era, so it's been really good. And like yeah. a lot of us are kind of oh, about everything that's coming out and a all little the bit, yeah, and like. I, it was probably only this week where I went to the moon, right? So the Leviathan has come back and it's now above the moon. And if you go to the moon and look up at it, like so it's fucking imposing, but it also looks like the moon is kind of getting ripped apart because the whole point, the whole story, the big story that's happening is the Leviathan and the pyramid are kind of like interacting and that's what they're like feeding each other or that's where the nightmares are coming from. I'm not sure exactly the nature of what's happening there, but um, I think the the kind of gist was that the pyramid was calling to the Leviathan, mm. and the Leviathan's turned up. Yeah. So is the has the egregore taken over the Leviathan? Well, and it's, we don't know what the egregore is. Yeah. We don't know where that's coming from. Stinky mushrooms. It is. It's just big, gross tentacles. That's yeah, or when they reach up to lock around the uh, harvester, whoa. Oh, no. Someone who hates worms or anything worm-like, oh, that makes me uncomfy. Yeah. No. Nuh-uh. It's some, like, Stephen King dream catcher, like, whoa. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> People listening who know what that is just went, Ugh. Yeah. Um, but no, the dungeon, uh, we've gone through it. Um, there are some very cool weapons coming out of it. Like, armor. I, I drop. Well, yeah, the armor is actually like wicked D one throwbacks of like pure oh, functional. Hey. Um, a lot of people are like, uh, it's boring. It's like, okay, you you have all your fancy shiny fucking space warlock armors, whatever. That's fine. You already have those. Put an ornament on it and leave us yeah, alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you don't like it, don't use it. It's just armor that drops. Um, but. I kind of dig it because I, I quite like the, especially for a Titan, like that more functional mech kind of look um, that isn't just giant shoulders, um, which yeah. is the Titan way, it seems. And that was like a lot of like OG Destiny 1 armor was yeah. like, it made sense and it was practical. Yeah. Like it was like, we're equipping what is essentially soldiers, like space, mm. like they're here to defend humans, they're here yep. to defend the traveler and Earth. And then it's not until recent years the story grows and the traveler's like link with the guardians has grown that you start to see these more fantastical elements. But yeah. the old like Hake like mm. armor callbacks, like yeah. it's very, it's very D1. And I, yeah. when I first saw them, I was like, oh, these yeah, are really cute cool. and simplistic. But then like, the weapons that come out of that dungeon are like 
They all look like the back half of them is a normal gun and the front half has been corrupted and melded by some weird darkness bullshit. Yeah. They're they're just Like the Leviathan where it's it's familiar but also very kind of unsettling and twisted. Yeah, I I dropped the, was it Lingering Dread, a kinetic grenade launcher with blinding grenades, which was fucking crucial in one of our runs because i was just like oh bell keepers surrounded by dogs guess what you're all blind i'm now going to destroy you flashback yeah basically um especially like when you're doing that boss fight and you go over to the nightmare side and there's those like a colossus at either end and we're trying to hit the bell to get out of there i'll just fling a blinding grenade over there and be like cool we are not going to get shot while we do this i'd Uh, say see you later but you won't be seeing me bye Peace. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's real nice. It's a real nice dungeon. I just think, and and it's the thing that like this is the same of all dungeons. You don't have enrage timers. You don't have like the same way that they handle boss phases and damage gates and stuff that you get in raids. Um, so it really just is a a, a battle of patience. Of yeah okay, we, we went and got the standards and we brought those back. Oh, someone died on the way back, so now I've got to go back and get that one again before we can do a damage phase. And so, like, as long as you just keep the wheels turning and just keep that loop happening, you'll get there. You know, it's it's not that challenging. It It, it was when we first did it because we were, like, just under power and we had to be a little bit more conservative i guess um mm. whereas the last couple of runs i've done i'm just jumping in people's faces i'm like oh solo 3.0 which we'll get to um just like you're all on fire uh i win <laughs> it's it's so much good so much good like goodbye yeah chagrill yes um but yeah good dungeon yeah um, it's I'm, really I'm good be, Part of that, part of getting the seal is doing it solo. And I mean, like, all dungeons are built to be like soloable. I don't know if that's a word. Um, but knowing that going in, like, every run I've done, I'm thinking about everything I'm doing of like, oh, how would I approach this by myself? Yeah, you're like cataloging everything. And yeah. Like, notes. yeah, what needs to happen to get to a damage phase? What's my damage strategy? What frequency do ads come in on? How much do I need to care about that? Or can I just hit the bell and teleport out? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to put, a, put together a, a strategy for that because you need to do it solo f- to get the seal. That's one of the triumphs. And again, it's patience. And when you're running solo, if you die, you have to start the encounter again. You don't have someone to come and res you and just keep it going. Um, so it's it's not necessarily a flawless run, but as far as each encounter is concerned, you have to be able to do, do each encounter start to finish without dying. Mm. Um, so I'm starting to starting to think about like builds strategies, um, how much time I might need. Uh, probably a good two to three hours. Um, but yeah, I want to get that seal. I, I like I like that they're doing a, a seal for the dungeon. Um, I've had two more seals, like physical seals, show up in the mail this week. So I am, I'm a sucker for them. Hell yeah! <laughs> I want to get the new pride pin. Yeah, yeah, that just came out today. Updated it to include the uh, trans pride and uh, people of color pride. Yeah, a cool new flag. emblem to go with it. Um, I did see some stuff like people tweeting at Bungie today to be like. Hey, shipping's fucked. Can we f- have a way to do this without needing to buy a physical item? And they're like, yeah, we'll pass that on. Fair enough. Um, when the shipping is twice the price of the item, depending on where you live. Um, kind of makes sense. But they're, they're, yeah, they're certainly aware of it. Um, and they do love donating to charity. So fingers crossed that one comes out. Um, solar. Let's talk solar. Um, there were some notes in the TWAB this week about boosting certain aspects of what's come out. So we'll, I don't know, weave that in as we go. Um, Solar has had the 3.0 treatment. 
I've got to say, as a long-time Solar Titan main, I fucking love it. I am having such a good time. Uh, <laughs> how's how's the warlock? Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm slowly adjusting. Aggressive to snapping. It. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've established in the past that I'm primarily a stasis and arc user. Um. And then when Void three PO three PO three PO V three PO is a Star Wars. <laughs> The Artie Doody and V Artie Doody. <laughs> My Star Wars friends hate it when I call him Artie Doody. Artie Doody. Artie Um Yeah, I like I got super into Void because it's just very good at ad clear and I'm not I'm getting better at being aggressive, but I'm not a super aggressive player. So Void let me play a little bit more aggressively. Yeah, um, it also came in more powerful than... Yeah. Uh, well, Stasis was already up there, so more powerful than Solar or Arc. Um, and now essentially <laughs> someone pointed out the other day that I've just replicated my Void build. <laughs> I've got a scatter grenade and a long-distance melee. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you're just doing Void again. I'm like, no. I don't have a little friend when I pop a void. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. Uh, I want to play with the healing stuff a little bit more, I think. And yeah, the that, that is stuff. the healing stuff specifically is one of the things that they're going to be buffing in the, in the next patch because a whole lot of people gave them the feedback that, hey, we used to play support healing warlocks. It is now less effective, less fun. Um, when Bungie have basically said like solar warlocks are all about healing and helping helping the team and playing that support role, um, but it just if I think not not playing that way myself, the the impression I got was the tools that were given with Solar three weren't as good as what was there before for that role. A little bit, yeah. Um, and then also just old school Destiny playing almost like a support role with. Soil, soiler, words are hard today. Uh, solar warlock hmm. as well, like old school Destiny solar warlock and and all the overshielding and cool self rezzing and shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I equipped them for a little bit and did it in one of the severances with the boys, and I just it yeah I have to agree it didn't feel as good. Hmm. Um. So I just ended up going back into damage. So if they can rebalance that and fix that, I might just go back to my old ways of being a support solar warlock yeah. running rift and support and overshield grenades and um well of radiance and all that mm -hmm. good stuff i might yeah. go back to that yeah never know yeah and then man okay so one, one of the dungeon runs there's one you were on it's where i discovered or rediscovered taraba <laughs> but specifically next to path of burning steps Yes. <laughs> um, which becomes this disgusting, like, self-perpetuating loop where the way that Path of Burning Steps works, it stacks up to f stacks a buff up to four times where solar final blows give you additional weapon damage. Stacks four times. Four stacks is actually worth a fair bit of extra damage. Um, Taraba is a solar weapon, uh, so can get you those solar final blows. Taraba also has this perk, Ravenous Beast. Uh, basically, you deal or receive enough damage while you've got Taraba equipped, um, or rather, deal damage with Taraba or receive damage from anything. Um, that fills a meter on the side of the gun, basically. And then you do the, the thing that's like hard light where you hold down reload. It goes through a full reload animation, regardless of whether or not it's empty or full. Um, Actually, I've, I've been caught by this a few times where it's been empty, I've done it, it's done a reload, and then it's gone and done the, the one triggered from me holding it down, so it does two reload animations. Oopsies. Anyway, minor gripe. I've gotten to the point where I'm now holding two bullets in the mag before I activate it. But yeah, you do the long, the long reload hold, it reloads a gun and activates Ravenous Beasts, which it's already a 750 RPM submachine gun. It feels like it doubles it, it does more damage. It is it reloads wicked fast. And 
when you pair that with the stacking weapon damage from solar blows solar final blows from path of burning steps um you literally just mow everything down like we were doing that second encounter in duality i was basically just on taking out the bell keepers clearing ads so that people getting the standards could have a safe trip back to the bell um it was a lot of fun it basically is a napalm drill at a certain point. Um, or as I, as I think I said, I was flying around like an AC-130 because it is just firing so fast. Everything is just laid to waste. Um, I love that gun. And like you, get, you can get a similar effect with Sunshot and you get the Sunshot explosions and it just ramps the whole thing up. Uh, but the benefit of Taraba is that th when you kick that thing off, it just goes to the point i was using it in boss damage phases yeah because it's dealing damage to the boss even if you haven't activated it and then it does enough damage and then you can start it off it up. yeah and i love the throwing hammer um they've, they've changed how it works slightly it used to be that you just throw it you pick it up you your health regeneration starts when you pick it up that is now triggered on. It has to hit hit an enemy first. Doesn't have to kill it. it. Just has to land a hit, and then you pick it up, and your health starts regenerating. Yeah. Um, so the the other bully tactic is to just fucking stand there up close, point blank, and just bounce it off someone. That trick still works, um, especially I think it's the first encounter in Duality where you have to run out of the room, killing all those mini Galrans. Mm. I was basically either. Taraba was doing its work and I was just mowing down two or three in a single clip before reloading or hammer, 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 next one. <laughs> just like bouncing yeah. it off their stomach and because it was just landing straight back on me, I'm catching it. Um, and yeah, I, I can also use a warlock solar grenade. So that is like the perfect combo of just, like, I'm going to throw this down. Oh, you've got near it. You're on fire. Um, it's so much fun and I think every class has like a new tool, right? Or a new couple of tools. So the, the Titan, one of the aspects is like this new melee thing where you're doing a slide, you activate a powered melee, you do like this double-handed fucking upper, solar uppercut. And then if you activate your charge melee again, it's like this big slam and it lets out a yeah. wave. Um, Warlocks have got the little snap, which is like yeah, their ranged cool. melee. Um, hunters have like... What do they call it? Gunpowder gamble, where they like throw this thing that I think they say is like a bunch of grenades taped together. They throw that up in the air and then you shoot it and it explodes and it apparently does a huge amount of damage. Um, but they also have this new dodge, which can give them radiant, which is like a damage buff. Um, there's all these new keywords like scorch and ignite when you're putting together your fragments and aspects and new fragments drop today, so there's more tools to play with, but um. Yeah, there's definitely a few parts where they've acknowledged, like, yeah, it doesn't hit as hard as they wanted it to. Um, part of that, I think, is also confirmation bias because Void came in as the new thing. Nothing else was like this, and it was such a big jump that it feels yeah. like there's a big gap there, right? And Solar's come in after we've already done that big jump, and it might be honestly catching up to where Void was, but because it's not such a big jump from where it was previously with us knowing how Void 3.0 works. I don't know how much of that is perception versus reality. Um, definitely the healing stuff sounds pretty legitimate. Um, Solar Titans are getting more buffs, so fucking sign me up. I'm going yeah. to have a good time. And that's <laughs> it, too. Like, Void had a few tweaks after it came yeah. out as well because it was a little bit imbalanced, but it all it's pretty level at the moment. Yeah. And, and them tweaking it pushed a lot of people who were using certain aspects to then switch and use different aspects mm. and and I'm expecting that to happen with the the solar tweaks. Yeah, and there's been a there's been a few like stealth updates to weapons to do things like apply scorch, which is one of the new keywords. I think Prometheus lens, you know, solar exotic trace rifle now applies scorch. Um and there's some places where I think it should but it doesn't and things like sunshot doesn't um but it has the explosions so like do what you can um but yeah this it's a lot of fun and i think the the thing too is like it's week two of this thing yeah people need time to really d 
dig into the build crafting workout like mod combos aspect fragment combos like it's not going to be as obvious of like oh here's how you have to play it because it is a different system right and there's different yeah. tools and it's it's complicated there's a lot of things to fuck with um and on top of that like not related to solo specifically there was a bunch of like stat more just changes in how stats are represented in the game so for example like weapon stats used to display a minimum value of 10 i think i've got this right it would display a minimum value of 10 but in the back end it was a 0 to 100 scale but that would show 10 cuz like uh what is a reload speed of 0 um but it's it's you know you look at um the abilities how they all have cooldowns and each tier has a different amount of time that it takes if you've got say zero intellect then your super's going to have an associated time for how long it takes based on that value it's kind of the same thing with this right like the weapon is going to take an amount of time to reload and if you have more t- more points in that reload speed stat it's going to be faster mm. um so you, you, we are now seeing things like i've got a blinding grenade grenade launcher with a zero blast radius because the point is it's not really doing damage. It's a crowd control weapon. Yeah, it's um, a stun weapon, basically. But on top of that, I don't know when this came in or when this was announced, but if you go look at the resilience stat, it is now being reworked to be a flat damage reduction percentage value. At 100 resilience you get 40% damage reduction across the board. So there was the charge with light mod, um, protective light, avoid arms, just avoid mod. Um, and that, that would give you the 40%, but it would need a charge with light stack to, to, to proc. This is just permanent 40% damage reduction if you have 100 resilience on your build. Mm, interesting. Like, yeah, that is just straight up how that works because resilience was basically only ever tied to I think the Titan Barricade recharge and wasn't really doing much else. And now it's like, okay, if you want to invest in resilience, you will die less. That's what that stat is supposed to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, seeing a bunch of people rework their builds towards resilience. And like even at like 60, 70, 80, it's still a pretty decent reduction. Um, but it scales really nicely towards that top end of the of the hundred um so yeah i i think i think we're gonna see a lot of like gm builds around 100 resilience and then add whatever else um which is weird to me because my builds because of how i play my builds have always been recovery and resilience focused yeah so the thing is everyone used to spec into recovery because that actually it always felt like that was doing something right like you're going to recover quicker and it's going to recover faster and all that sort of stuff um sorry it's gonna like start recovery faster i think and then also fill the meter faster that's what i mean um but this is more okay but what if you didn't need that so much what if you just took less damage um so yeah like i i used to split my build between both resilience and recovery and now like i would honestly consider taking points out of recovery to stack resilience yeah true because getting 40% reduction across the board is huge. Like you, you, you don't get that from many things like, yeah, no, maybe standing in a well, but I think a well's like 30%. Um, yeah. Cause they, they, um, nerfed the well mm. a while ago. But yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot of very interesting changes and it it's like, you remember those giant twabs I do where it's like, here's all these percentage values that are getting updated. Like now's the time where I almost want to go back and look at those. And go, Oh, that's yeah, where that came from. That's where that's that what changed. this means. Um, but I also yeah. can't be bothered. I want to just play the game. <laughs> and that's been half the fun so far yeah. this season is just playing with things There's and then hitting that, hitting that golden combination and going, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, here I come. Yeah. And just, running that dungeon and like being forced to use weapons that take things out very quickly in big numbers. Cause it's all short range, many, many ads. So 
yeah, I use a fusion rifle that has successful charge, uh, was a successful warm up. So like you get a kill and then it's just like bang, 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 bang. Um, submachine guns, like we were running, I think at one point I was doing a run in an encounter where we all were using submission, the SMG from Val. Um, but yeah, it's just one of our fire team members played with um, Risky Biscuit too. Oh yeah, that second encounter is all arc damage. Yeah, so that was that was big brain, and yeah. then I play pretty consistently with a shotgun, which I very rarely do. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, plenty of reasons to try new things. Plenty of new things to try. Thankfully, um, change is fun, and the best part about most change is if it doesn't work for you, you can always go back. There's other stuff like you. I've gone back to my void build a ton because. I got real good with it and I, I've got, you know, some good void weapons that pair with it nicely. Still running Gallahorn because that thing just still hits like a truck. Uh, that was great. That's so good. And then, uh, yeah, there's, okay. We'll get to Iron Banner before that. Um, there's a couple of other like small things that I just really appreciate that I want to make sure we call out. Um, there's been... In the in the Eververse store, one per class, they've done a ornament pairing, which they haven't done before, and I think it's really cool. So they basically said for each um, for each class for one of the exotic armor pieces, they've introduced an ornament for a, for a different armor piece that is paired with it, and if you have both equipped, they they like apply this effect to your look. Um, so like the the one for the Titan is the, so you've got the Curious of the Falling Star, the one that makes Thunder Crash go bang. Um, and there's an ornament for your Titan mark that is meant to go with it. And if you have both of them on, various parts of both of them are like sparking with arc kind of electricity. And um, the Hunter one's for Mask of Bacchus. And the Warlock one, I think, is Mantle of Battle Harmony. Think so, yeah. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen what that one. Do. I haven't seen what either of the other two do, but like, I just think that's really cool that they're like starting to do stuff that they haven't done before with the way that their armor system works and just making it look cool. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's like, as much as we're excited to see like the the dungeon stuff, which harkens back to like simpler D one design and mm. simpler time, simpler times. Mm -hmm. Um all this fun stuff that they're doing, all these new armor sets and mm -hmm. design choices, like the, the armor sets where it's like lit up skulls inside the helmets. Oh, yeah, and like the season pass ornaments, like way down the end. You so just dope. straight up look like you've got, what is it, Red Skull from uh, Captain yeah. America? <laughs> you look like the cover of a Brian Lumley book. Like it's, like, it's so good. Yeah. So it's fun to see them kind of branching off into both directions design-wise this mm. season, where they're like, here's simpler kind of nostalgic shit, and then here's this, like, just show-offy fancy yeah. pants. Like, because the, the community is very much also, like, of two minds, yeah. especially when you watch, like, the fashion, not watch the fashion, sorry, but, but you see the fashion at Destiny stuff, mm. and people are either doing really simple sets uh, really clean sets. They're either trying to recreate old D1 looks or mm -hmm. very simple kind of harken to different pop culture. And then you've got the big Larry in your face. Giant like bits of armor, yeah. Yeah, it's so great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, God. What a, what a weird game. And like the, this, the season very game. much feels like hey, do you like heavy metal? So do we. Here's a season. Like, you've seen that T-shirt design, the season of The Haunted, yeah. like, looks like a black metal album cover. How do I get that? I need it. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't think there's anything else. So, Iron Banana. Iron Bowls. <laughs> um, it's back, and it's Rift. And yeah. Everybody's losing their fucking mind because they don't know how to play objective game modes. Like, people thought control was an objective mode, but it really wasn't. Like, the objectives just made killing people worth more points. 
this game mode seems to be doing everyone's head in because they're trying to play it like regular Destiny PvP. It's it's <laughs> it's been very kind of um like for the record, I'm into it. I just need yeah, to play I'm, more of it to get used to how to do it well. I'm very down because it feels like a uh, old Halo game modes mm. almost. But it's been very kind of um black and white for the community people either hate it or love it at the moment but also like people were blowing up at it within the first three hours right like this is you know fair enough we've got two weeks of iron banner for the season that they've announced i think both of which are going to be rift um and yeah that's not a lot of time to to get used to it sure and there's a lot of challenges associated with getting that iron lord title um and some of those will be hard to hit if you don't play the objective because you literally only get points and only show up high on the leaderboard if you do the objective stuff. Fair enough, some of that is hard to tell what the objective things are. Uh, like, there's one of the triumphs that's like, you know, get points for doing objectives, and it's like zero out of 100 is step one, and I'm on like 25, and I've played a bunch, because it's not immediately clear what scores towards that. But at the same time, the way the game works is grab the thing and take it to the spot. If you are not near that or doing that, you are probably protect doing the, the wrong thing, right? Protect the homie. Yeah, protect the homie, protect your uh, rift, get in there, stop the runner, don't play super aggressively because there's a 10 second cooldown, 10 second respawn timer, like revive people, stick together. I, I saw one dude in my fire team running precious scars, which no one ever runs, but the reason they're running it is that it is it benefits you when you revive someone it benefits you the, you and those around you like you get overshields i'm pretty sure um but no one ran it except in like maybe gms because you're just not because you're building around having to revive people which is so antithetical to like most of this game yeah so yeah i think people are i don't want to i want to generalize too much but a lot of the criticism of rift is people not actually taking the time to work out how to do it properly and just going no i want to just shoot people and kill them it's like well okay there's yeah. plenty of other things to do that and also it is a goddamn video game and if two weeks out of the season are going to make you lose your mind and start yelling at people on the internet maybe go rethink some things I um I saw a guy blowing up the Rift game mode on Twitter and um just being an absolute kind of dickhead about it to be honest with you. Mm. And obviously he's a streamer and he's got a stream in his Twitch bio and someone's just gone and looked at his latest stream and just clipped out where he is just not playing Rift properly. Yeah. And then just put this you question mark. <laughs> and got ra ratioed the dude yeah, yeah. is he's complaining about how it's a shitty game mode and it doesn't work and blah 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 and then the next reply is him running around playing it like normal ib or normal control or yeah and then people just being like this you yeah it's a, it's a team-based objective mode <laughs> play it like, like that oh god and like you know fair enough there are bugs in it which can break it like i had one last night where the the spark just didn't spawn it was like it was zero zero someone dropped the spark and it disappeared for the rest of the match like there are bugs in there that make it hard goodbye to yeah <laughs> uh, and but the funny thing is like the because the timer for the match ended at a zero zero score overtime still loaded so we respawned <laughs> into a new round three sparks up and then we lost <laughs> and like i'm i'm, I'm finding actually having i'm having like more moments of tension within this because you're like oh i've got to grab the thing and run it over there i've got to go help my teammate oh i've died now i've got to wait now i've got to rush back in and and like these score lines sometimes are tight and i've i've only had a couple of times where i've been the one to dunk the spark and getting to do that for the first time was actually like weirdly exciting, really exciting. I was like, fuck i'm gonna do it finally and then you run in and then you're a meter away from it and someone just takes you out and you're like fuck me i'm the boy yeah um so yeah like i'm i'm digging it i i i don't know how much of a grind it's going to be to get iron lord um that said 
the way that you can stack all those bonuses to get extra rank points per match is fucking crazy. Mm. But you can get that number way up there. Yeah. So yeah, I look, I'm kind of into it. I I think I know that I need to do what more people need to do, which is spend more time with it and try to work out how to play it well as opposed to try to play it like it's not play it like it's something it's not you know this is not rumble this is not clash this is not control this is halo oddball essentially yeah essentially like the guy's holding the ball except it's not oddball because if it's ob- in, in, in oddball or like capture all the you flag. can do is hit someone with the ball it's it's kind of weird. It's it's almost like a capture the flag, but also not. Well, it's also... capture the flag, except you can still do everything. You can still shoot. Yeah. You you can't use a super, but like normally in those sort of game modes, you're holding the flag and you can just run with that, or you're holding the ball or whatever. But this is like you grab the thing. You can still be involved in a fight. You can yeah. still take that risk, or you can do what I do: run a Titan bubble and scumbag it. But then also the bubble helps your friends. So, you know, like, do yeah. the team thing. That being said, I am exclusively playing in the freelance playlist because I had one match in the normal one where I came up against a six stack and it was Oof. fucking scary, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're traveling like a fucking train. Well, they, like were doing, they were doing what you're supposed to do. They were playing like a team, moving together, protecting each other, reviving each other setting up cover so that they could get a revive and they fucking playing, steamrolled us <laughs> playing like they're protecting the president they're all yeah it was it was like those matches i love because like you come up get something you're like i'm actually just impressed like you are doing what you're supposed to and you're fucking good at it yeah uh but yeah it's it's, it's fun to go into that sticks. fun to go into that freelance playlist and try to do the right thing <laughs> just <laughs> rough yeah, I can imagine. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna try and play a bunch over the weekend. See how much progress I can make on the um, the seal. Uh, I don't know. Like, I know obviously they're gonna fix some of the bugs, but I don't know if they're gonna end up tweaking any of the progression towards the seal to make it easier. Given that there's only two weeks of this thing, um, but you know. I, I'm digging it. I, I what I, what I hope is like Rift makes it out of Iron Banner at some point and into the rotation of Crucible modes because it'd be nice to have something that is not just based on who can shoot people the most. Yeah, that yeah, I want the same thing. Like After I don't, the I don't, I don't games wanna... I played, I was like, this could be a fun dick around mode too. Yeah, I don't want to like overload the normal PvP playlist with too many activity types. Um, but just having Rift in there, maybe, maybe you know, you have, like, the Rotator playlist every week. Maybe it's in that rotation. Mm. You know, you got your Team Scorched, your Mayhem, your MomCon. Uh, what else am I... Is that it? Is it just the three? Scorched, MomCon, Control. Well, no, no, Control's always there. I'm talking about the one that yeah. rotates. Oh. Mayhem, Scorched, MomCon, Rumble, something else. Rumble's always there as well. Like Rumble yeah. and Control are always there. Survival? That's always there as well. That's always there too, yeah. So in terms of the rotation, mm. I think it's just three or four. Yeah. Put Rift in there. Fucking take take some of those scorched weeks out. No one likes that. Just let people get drunk and play it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could probably load it up as a private match. Yeah, true. But I don't want to do that. I want a scumbag in the internet. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Harmless scumbaggery. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Like, none of this fucking matters. It yeah. is a video game. Grow up. <laughs> people, people of the internet. Like, come on. It's time to touch grass. It's not, it's not even time to touch grass. It's time to just take a look at yourself in the mirror. Think about the choices you're making. <laughs> this is about as salty as I'll ever get on this show. Because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be that kind of show of like get a reflection ah, this diary. on Twitter said this. Ah, what a yeah. dickhead. But no, some diary. people do need to pull their fucking heads in. You know who doesn't though? Hmm. Amaze. Ah. I'm so excited for his like 
like full on music video yeah. in a, like that crazy setup man. in the in the um the studio because we often see that studio for their v docs and their announcement mm. stuff too oh that yeah big, that was that, that big set, screen in that yeah. big straight all those panels with the animations and stuff <gasps> and the animation is so nice yeah that comic style ah i was so happy to see that they were using him in the marketing because like yeah well, that was supposed to... We very to... rarely name drop people outside of the Bungie devs and then also our fellow Fire Team members, but, mm-hmm. like, seeing this certain content creator get recognized in such a big way for mm. not only his talent, because his whole thing is he freestyles while he plays and mm. just drops bars, yeah. but... Uh, well, hang, bars. hang on. Drops bars, but also just destroys people yes, while exactly. he's doing it. But then he's also, he's here for the community. He's here for his fellow streamers. He's positive. Mm. He's got like a get up and like up and Adam like attitude. Yeah. I follow his Instagram. He makes very sweet, wholesome, darling videos. Like, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's like so good. Yeah. yeah what a like- welcome. To, like if you're, if you look up. Like Destiny, because you're curious about the yeah. game, and that's the trailer you see. Dude, that yeah, that dude. was like some of the tweets I saw responding to the Bungie post about it was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go check out Destiny now. This is this is so good." Yeah. Um, because yeah, he's been putting in that work for so long. Uh, I I'm I'm fairly certain that that video was supposed to come out last week, um, but they pushed it back with fucking take your pick of any of the tragedies of the last week. Um, but they were like, he basically said like, I probably not. Yeah. Not the time or the place. Um, and like the, the thing, the thing with him is like, it took me a while for my ear to get used to hearing so many destiny references in a rap song and like to not find that kind of awkward be like, Oh yeah, no, this, this does work. I just have to like know to expect to hear things like shards of Gelinor in a rap song. Um, so that 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 takes some getting used to. Fair, like that's a fair cop, but the the dude the dude knows what he's doing. <laughs> like it's so good, so and, good. And you know, like most of most of his stuff has been him like in a gamer chair on a stream, just rapping while sitting down and and playing. So there's yeah. no real range of movement no, or like. But this this video is like, you would you would think he's been like an actual professional musician doing all, doing all the, the rap show shit uh, for years. Cause he's just like moving around and like, just seems very Emoting. comfortable it's with, so with the whole thing. And like this behind the scenes video, which is super cool. Um, I don't know. It seems like a, seems like a good dude and is good at it. Yeah. Of, of the many people. Cause like, I know we meme on the shitty ones a little bit, but like, um, of the many positive influences in the community, I'm so glad he got his moment in oh, a big yeah. way. Yeah. 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 It's just so good. Can't wait yeah. to watch it. Oh yeah, I've been <laughs> playing it all day. <laughs> uh, okay. Now we came in here with no notes, so I'm going to ask you: Is there anything we've missed? Like, it's been two weeks, so maybe not. But story, solar, new game types mm-hmm. of all varieties. Yeah, there's, I, there's, I mean, there's like there's a new exotic per class, but I don't think any of us have tried to get it, so we don't know how fun that Not is. Um, there's an exotic sword out of the dungeon that like makes you invisible and does a bunch of weird shit. I think that's it. Yeah. Anything, anything that we didn't discuss in the, the trailer yeah, and what they, what they leaked, not leaked, but kind of announced last time we spoke. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that'll do it. That'll do it. And then that'll do. you catch up on the story stuff. We'll come yes, back I'm going to do week. that come after back next this. Week with week three as well. Um, cause yeah, know, I'm. Rinse. I'm kind of excited to to see what you think of this week's story. Yeah. It's um gonna rinse off my makeup, put on a big hoodie, return yes. to goblin. Yes. 
good. Drink the cruiser I stole from the work fridge. No, like you would have drank that at work, so you just took it somewhere <laughs> HR else. HR listens to this podcast. Sup? Uh, <laughs> a roadie. Hey, like if you would have drank that at work anyway, what does it matter? Finish my chicken. <laughs> Love that you just had that there. Uh, the rest of the, the the chicken's actually in the fridge. That's just the box that I got. And I had some leftover stew bit. that I put hash browns and potato gems in. Gravy, because <laughs> I gotta have my gravy. The potato in that? That just looked like gravy. It's just gravy. Oh my god. <laughs> the potato and gravy is here. <laughs> Why do they have a separate gravy? Who's buying they... that? Me. What are you doing with it? I dipped my chips in it. No, dip them in the potato and gravy. No, there's too much potato oh. on me. <laughs> That's the classic move is dip the potato have, in the potato. I have intolerances. No. <laughs> um, I dip my chicken in it. I dip my potato, like my chips in it. You ever dip I, McDonald's fries in their soft serve? Yeah. That's fucking so good. Um, I also <laughs> am one of the very few people on this earth who actually orders the KFC dinner rolls. Oh, they're um, like weirdly sweet, right? I love sweet bread. Yeah. Brioche. Yeah. Um, if you're in Australia, fucking the company that makes like all the crumpets and stuff. Golden Circle? Go- yeah, yeah, something like that. It sounds like a cult. Golden something. Um, they just released a scone bread. Excuse? Fuck me up, fam. Um, but I dip everything in the gravy. I don't get the dipping sauces unless they have the um, the sweet and spicy barbecue, which okay. is a seasonal thing here. Right. But I just dip everything in the gravy. You um, dip the sometimes. chicken in it. Yes. Okay. Sometimes I'll sit there with a spoon and the red the red KFC spoon and just eat the gravy. <laughs> hey, gravy tastes good. I don't know what to tell you. Have I been single for almost two years? <laughs> She says after Toyman actually eats KFC gravy. Bruh, if, if you can't find someone that wants to get down with that meal, not worth it. You bitch, you... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I want to know if you make gravy and I want to know that. It's not for me to know. Cool. I'm going to end the show now. Is that okay with you? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Chicken time with Maggie. <laughs> What other strange eating habits can we reveal on this show? <laughs> I eat burgers layer by layer. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. My least favorite. I'll eat like four KFC dinner rolls in a sitting. That's, dip them that's in gravy. Fine. They're like, they're tiny. I was going to say, yeah, they're tiny. And then I realized my hand for comparison say, like, the is... the size of my fist, but I don't know that they are. My hand for comparison doesn't work because I have tiny <laughs> Okay, that's been Eric Code Blueberry. Thank you for sticking it out, I guess. Eric Code Chicken Nugget. Eric Chicken Blueberry. Um, we'll Eric Code Gravy. Mm. <laughs> Eric Code Barbecue. I don't know how many of these are actually Eric Codes. Um, Zinger Burger. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Maybe we should just get KFC. Oh um, my God, KFC sponsor us. Fuck. Okay, KFC, <laughs> if you're listening, yes, we would be interested in... I love myself a good singer and hot and spicy God. meal deal. What, what is that? There's like a name that we keep seeing in Destiny, which is something like $13 Zinger Box combo or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out uh, to whoever that is. <laughs> yeah. Whoever you are in the Oceania part of Destiny. Ah, what a hero. Anyway... Uh, like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. Um, we'll be back next week. I hate doing outros and intros. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>